Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You're listening to episode 15, How to Quickly inexpensively and painlessly sight in your turkey gun. You know, as turkey hunters, we tend to focus a great deal on honing our calling skills. We spend a ton of money each year on the latest and greatest turkey calls that have been endorsed or invented by our favorite hunting celebrity. And truth be told, most of these calls work as advertised, and some do not. We also spend hundreds of thousands of dollars each season on the latest and greatest, most realistic turkey decoys ever invented. And most of these decoys do a marvelous job imitating the look and shape of a wild turkey, just like they're advertised to do. In addition to all that, we also spend hundreds of thousands of dollars each season buying the latest and greatest, most technologically advanced camouflage clothing. Most of these clothes and camo patterns work as advertised, to help keep us cool or warm and or well hidden. Even though we spend all of this money on these things each season, I've never seen a turkey call or a turkey decoy or an article of clothing actually kill a turkey. We spend less money and less time on the one thing that truly helps us kill turkeys, and that's our shotgun. We typically spend a lot more time and energy and money shopping for and buying calls and decoys and clothing than we do sighting in and patterning our guns. Now, I know this is true because I've been guilty of it myself in the past, and I've watched a bunch of hunters miss turkeys early in the season with their favorite shotgun, Old Steady Freddy, because they forgot that they still have the same choke in their gun that they used when they were dove or rabbit or quail hunting in the fall, or because their sight on their gun got bumped while the gun was stored in the safe in the off-season. Perfect example of this. I was hunting with my good friend Todd at my hunting camp. It was early season, year before last. We spied some turkeys in one of our food plots, and Todd sat down on the edge of the food plot, I backed off of the field and circled the field to go around to the other end of it in case the turkeys decided to go out that end of the field instead of the end of the field where Todd was. I got about halfway around the field when I heard a shot. So I was very excited. I thought my old buddy Todd's killed him another turkey. So I start walking towards the field and I hear another shot. And I thought, well, there was only one gobbler in the field with a bunch of hens. So I guess he missed the first shot. 
Or maybe he wounded the turkey and that was a follow-up shot. So because he shot twice, I stayed put and waited for some sort of a signal that he was done, just to be safe. Once I got that signal from him, I started walking towards the field, got there, and Todd missed the turkey with both shots. He had forgotten that he still had the same choke in his shotgun that he used when we went on a December dove hunt. So he's flinging 5 or $6 shotgun shells across a food plot 40 yards through a modified choke and didn't even cut a feather on the turkey he was shooting at. Now, just so I don't pick on Todd in this episode of the show, I'm going to let you know that I've also made the mistake myself of not shooting my shotgun before season started. Several years ago, if you remember, when Remington was distributing the heavy shot shells, those shells shot about six inches high and six inches left in my shotgun but they would flat kill a turkey. So I shot them, and I just would not aim directly at a turkey's head or neck. When I shot, I would aim six inches low and six inches to the right. Well, the second year after I started shooting those shells, Heavy Shot ended their agreement with Remington, and they started producing the shells themselves. So I bought a box of them and did not shoot those shells before season. That season... I killed eight turkeys, and I missed eight turkeys. I had 16 opportunities at turkeys and scored half the time. Instead of the shells shooting six inches to the left and six inches high, the shells were shooting a foot to the left and a foot high. I was missing turkeys like crazy. So I highly recommend that you shoot your turkey gun before every season. My dad taught me at an early age to always shoot a gun each season before you take it into the field because you never know what could have happened to the sight or the scope on that gun. That's a lesson that I've always followed with my rifles and almost always follow with my turkey gun. Let's face it, sighting in your turkey gun on paper is painful, it's time-consuming, and it's expensive. Now, if you're like me, You always pull your first shot in anticipation of that magnum load of number sixes flying out of the end of that shotgun barrel at speeds we only dreamed of 20 years ago. Well, that first pulled shot is $4 to $10 wasted depending on what kind of shells you're shooting. So you have to shoot the gun again just to prove that the off-center pattern was due to operator error and not a bump sight or changed manufacturer's shotgun load recipe. So now you're out a second shell another 4 to $10. And that box of leftover shells from last year or the new box of shells for this season is getting lighter and lighter. Now on the second shot, you were much steadier, but the wind blew the bottom half of the target up over the top half of the target as you squeezed the trigger. And now it looks like you've shot 80,000 pellets at, at the same target. So you have to shoot again and again and again and again, until you get it right, or you're convinced that you've not flinched, that the wind's not moved your target, and that your gun is actually shooting correctly. And now it's time to go buy a new box of shells that may or may not be exactly the same as the box that you just shot. Now fortunately for us, there are hundreds of those tiny number six pellets in each shotgun shell, and those shots from our favorite turkey gun are a lot more forgiving than the rifles that we shoot at furry critters with. So those variations in the loads probably don't 
or won't make as much difference in accuracy of our shots. Regardless, we still end up spending much more time, much more money, and have a much larger bruise on our shoulders after sighting in our turkey guns than we should. So, today I want to share with you a way to sight in your turkey gun that is almost painless, very inexpensive, and much quicker than the way you probably sight your turkey gun in now. So here is what you need to accomplish this amazing feat that I'm going to share with you. You need a good, solid gun rest. Now, a lead sled type of gun rest works great, but you can use a balled-up camouflage jacket laying on top of the bed rail of your pickup truck. Just be sure you don't shoot your truck. You need a box of number 8 or number 9 birdshot loads in 2 and 3 quarter inch. You need several large targets. I like to use poster board because it's big, it's inexpensive, and it's readily available. You need a roll of duct tape or a staple gun with a lot of staples. And you're going to need a couple of turkey shells. Not only that, but you've got to have a good, safe place to shoot. So here's what you want to do. Set your target up against a good backdrop. Use duct tape or a staple gun to secure all four corners of your target. Measure off the distance that you want to shoot, whether that's 20, 30, or 40 yards. Get you a good, solid rest. Make sure you're very steady. Go ahead and load that number 8 or number 9 shot in the gun. Shoot that. Check to make sure that the center of the pattern is on the bullseye. Now, if the center of your shot is on the bullseye with the bird load, then all you need to do is load one of your turkey shells, shoot it, and if the center of your pattern is at the bullseye of the target, you're done. Now, if the center of your pattern is not on the bullseye with the dove load, I still want you to shoot a turkey shell. It's very possible that your turkey shells and your dove loads or your bird loads are not shooting the same. Once you shoot your turkey load and you determine that the turkey load and the dove load are shooting the exact same, I want you to go back to shooting the dove load as you adjust your sights of your shotgun until you get the gun shooting to where the center of the pattern is on the bullseye of the target. Again, once you've got your dove loads where they're shooting on the bullseye, then switch over, shoot one of your turkey shells. If the center of that turkey load hits in the bullseye of the target, you're done. You've got your gun sighted in. You've used one, maybe two turkey loads. You've shot two, three, five, ten dove loads. It doesn't matter. You're shooting dove loads at a fraction of the cost of your turkey shells and a fraction of the kick that your turkey shells have as well. So that's my trick for sighting in your gun. You're obviously not going to use this trick if you're patterning new turkey loads, but it works wonderfully if you're shooting the same turkey load that you shot last year and you just need to check to make sure that your gun is on target. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this little tip today. I appreciate you tuning into the show. I know you have choices and I appreciate you spending time with us. I look forward to seeing you next week for another great episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes 
and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.